Welcome back to Existential Bread. We're your hosts, Liv and Nicole, and we're taking life one loaf at a time. Happy Valentine's Day. Or, well, well we're, we're celebrating Valentine's Day because it's you and me. Yes. Today's episode is Valentine's themed. We have baked each other a little surprise. Yes, we've baked each other, but we are enjoying it ourselves. So we made ourselves yes. something. Because the most important thing, aside from loving our besties, is loving ourselves. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You, if you can't love yourself, as RuPaul says, how are you going <laughs> to love your bestie? So what did you bake? What did you bake me? I baked this week something I'm really proud of. A, a little homage to your heritage, a New Yorker. <laughs> I have made... Oh, yeah, my heritage. Because <laughs> that's all you are. Um, yeah. I have made you a love heart pretzel. Ta-da! Oh, my God, I'm so excited. Uh, and the best part it's is... so cute. It's pink on the inside. Pink on the inside. Oh my god. This was actually um, a bit of a struggle for me this week because it through my own fault, I'm an idiot. I started making the dry ingredients together, mixing them. That was fine. Started kneading it. And then all of a sudden, I realized I hadn't included the pink dye. So my freshly kneaded piece of dough, I had to pop back in the bowl with the pink coloring using my bare hands only to then realize that it was all over my hands i had no idea whether this pink coloring comes off it was panic Mm. mode just panic mode i was like this is the stupidest thing ever but results it worked i'm really proud of that actually i wonder what it would look like if i'd actually put it in the dry stuff Mm. maybe i feel like it's tight did you use like liquid food coloring yes no liquid I think gel is the stuff that like really comes out. Well, I saw like a video the other day of a guy right? baking bread and he got the food dye coloring from flowers. And I was like, I'm not that fancy. And I don't live in the countryside, so I can't do that. Oh, I guess I could. I'm just oh, lazy. Oh, yeah. Let me just like forage. For the, just... like, you know, for violets and then make my bread yeah. blue. No, I've got Little's finest food coloring. <laughs> it's fine. We live in cities. Mm. And the other thing about this bake was it was kind of nerve wracking because the fact that you're trying to shape something and i know from experience that more often than not if i'm trying to shape something in a certain way it's not gonna look like that it's gonna look like a blob it's mm-hmm. gonna look like a flube it's just not gonna like my like my penis hollow <laughs> what did you bake this week nicole i baked for you i'll send you a picture because i already made it okay. and ate it and <laughs> let's have a quick look see i made an eight <gasps> i made your cinnabons Cinnamon oh, buns. they're beautiful. They look so tasty. I was going to make it into a heart, um, but cutting them, they just, <laughs> they kind of just fell apart. It was kind of a struggle just to keep them together. Um, but one came out pretty. They're so pretty. Uh, and the strawberries look really see. nice. Oh, yes. And I made, so I made, to make it a little more Valentine's-y, a little, like, incorporate some red in there, I made a berry compote. A compote. Uh, what is a compote? A compote. A compote is like just berries and sugar, and you like cook them up and kind of reduce them. It's like in between a jam and a sauce, really. Interesting. It's not as set as a so- as a jam, mm. but it has some leftover, so I froze it, and I think eventually, you know, like plop it into a gin and tonic. Ooh, that would be know, really nice. Like ice cube, that'll be nice. Mm. So you know, don't waste. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Save all your stuff. Uh, but it was delicious. I mean, it didn't look nice. Mm. 
but it tastes good. How was the bake? Was it stressful? Did you put lots of love into it? What was it? Which is, I mean, I did put a lot of love into it. There may have been some swearing. There may have been some stress. But I kept going. I persevered because it was for you. Aww. I love you. Yeah, I, I wanted it to look good for you. So, coming back to Valentine's Day, the day of love... Cupid's day. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) insert wretch noise here. I never really experienced Valentine's Day before getting into a serious relationship. Um, It's in high school. It was painful. So painful. It was, I don't know if your school had this, but in ours, there would be like a postal thing or like you could send a rose to Mm -hmm. someone. Never got one. So I was bitter. Oh no, we had something worse. Um, We had a quiz. It was like a dating Oh God! Kind of like a matchmaking thing, and all like not everyone, but most people took it, and then surely that's an appropriate school level. Yeah, well, you know, Martha, <laughs> and so it, it told you who you were matched with and who you'd be most compatible with, and everything in your year group. And I think it was in your year group, and then also school wide, maybe. <gasps> that's um, so weird. I can't, I can't remember but anyway that was always fun because uh i was completely how do you say smitten not smitten but like obviously um i was not the kind of person in high school that people wanted to be matched with so um it was kind of like oh, oh no. I got nicole uh kind of vibes <laughs> so oh, that yeah. hurt <laughs> And people wonder why we don't like Valentine's Day. Right? I mean, even now, you like it because you only like it because when you're in a relationship, it's not like any other holiday, which is just nicer when you have someone to celebrate it with. Exactly. I don't really remember when I'm single. Like, when I was single, I was pretty bitter about Valentine's Day. You know, I yeah. I was the person that was like, it's just consumerism. It's capitalism and consumerism, which it still is, but... Which it is. Which it is. Not going to deny that because it's blooming true. And all the tat that gets made for it, like I mm-hmm. was in Little and they've got pandas holding love hearts. Why a panda? Yeah. Why is a panda holding a love heart? I saw a frame. A frame? <laughs> I saw a frame that said, let's get naked. And the cards. The cards are weird. Some of them are like... The worst ones I keep seeing are the ones that are like, thank you for putting up with me. Or it's like, I don't know how I've not killed you yet kind of cards. And I'm just like, oh, you've got problems. So this is my thing. What? David and I have dates throughout mm-hmm. the year. We're very... The love you know, doesn't stop. We're very cuddly. We we like spending time with each other. We're genuinely one of those couples that we like spending time with each other. Especially through this pandemic, we've learned we're friends. Like, we're friends first and mm-hmm. we're husband and wife second. Um. So my thing is, like, people who the only time they're romantic Mm -hmm. is Valentine's Day. Like, if your partner only puts an effort into the relationship that one day a year, run away. Red flag. Red flag right there and then. Go. It should not be, like, you don't get to go to a nice restaurant within your budget. I'm not saying, like, a fancy restaurant. Like, but something where you saw that he actually put an effort, or she, Mm -hmm. to do something nice for you. Yeah. Should not be only one time a year. Mm-hmm. Or two or three. Like, it should be often enough. Yeah. To make you feel appreciated in whatever love language you have. So that's my relationship advice. But there's going to be so many posts on Valentine's Day of people saying things like, 
oh, I don't know how you put up with me or I don't know how I, I put that. up with you or, you know, thanks for like, we haven't killed each other yet. Oh, it's just, you know. <gasps> you drive me nuts. Why? Why are oh, you so with them? Like, it's one drive me nuts. Why just? I'd walk away. Oh my God. You know, why announce to the world that you don't like the person you're with? I feel like it's this kind of, there's this expectation of toxicity and it's kind of normalized i think it's just unhappiness but it's like no you're in a you're in a toxic relationship hun and you need to get out like it's not normal to be annoyed with your partner all the time it's not normal to hate being with your partner or want to kill them all the time like obviously every once in a while yes Mm -hmm. we drive each other crazy but i would not say under any circumstances that we're like (laughs) You drive me nuts all the time. I hate being with you. <laughs> it's, it's weird. But I wouldn't want to deal with life with anyone else. Like, are you sure, girl? That's painful. Just big God. yikes. Big yikes. <laughs> Every time I see it, it's a big yikes. I can predict it already. I can see it now. Talking more about high school valentine's drama remember one year the popular girl like your stereotypical high school popular girl cheerleader all the all that jazz all around uh, americanness all around americanness she didn't have a valentine one year it was like the one year that she was single Oh no. The four years we were in high school. I know. Oh. Poor you. And poor her. I won't name names. Uh Jimmy knows. <laughs> and she wore she like wore black. She came in and she was just like all depressed the whole day and she like wouldn't As if she was in mourning? Yeah, it, literally. And she like <sighs> oh, I am not celebrating Valentine's Day this year. It's a bad holiday. Blah blah blah. It's like girl. Yeah, we all feel like that at one point, that, but come on. Yeah. <laughs> Although I admire the drama. Like, if you're going to go all out and you're going to be bitter about it, do it. It's like we've been... Be the widow of Valentine's Day. We've been doing that. Been doing it all my life. <laughs> I was I was single for a good 18 years until I've had my first date. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I was fine. I was a bit bitter. All I got was cards from my parents. And then yeah. they'd be like, ooh, who sent you a Valentine's Day card? And I would be like, it's you. I got flowers. That dodgy looking handwriting. <laughs> you got flowers. And you got... Yeah, my mom always got me flowers. And I got Legolas. Oh, and Legolas. See, I like the sentiment of it. But also at the same time, it's hard when you're a teenager growing up and everyone around you is getting roses and having mm-hmm. boyfriends and girlfriends. And you're stuck with your parents still writing who loves you Because at the time... But at the time... You think... It's the worst like, thing. It's the most important thing. Yeah. You know, if you don't find love in high school, you'll never. I was convinced. I was like, you'll if I don't find my loved. love now, this is it. Nothing else. Like, uh, God, I'm glad I didn't find anything in high school. Just so funny because that girl that I mentioned, she is with someone from our high school too. <gasps> really? The A football player. I Yeah. Oh my God. Is this an American movie? Like, what is this? Oh. Yeah. Oh boy. They're going to have like 2.5 kids and a dog, aren't they? Again, big yikes. (laughs) I made a quiz. Oh, I'm excited. For you. And what's the theme of this quiz? Uh, It's Valentine's Day themed. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to read out some facts for you and you have to tell me if you think they are true or false. Starting off strong with Mr. St. Valentine himself. Uh, he is the saint 
he's not just the saint of getting it on every February 14th. He is also the patron saint of beekeepers. In the early days of the holiday, it was tradition to give your intended lover a piece of honeycomb to show him your affection. I'm going to say that's true. I don't like honeycomb, though, so I would have absolutely hated that as a gift. False. Uh, I made it up. (laughs) I made it up. uh, He is the saint of beekeepers for some reason. Uh, but that wasn't a thing. You didn't give honey. You didn't give honey to your honey. That with he's a saint of beekeepers, though. I, what's the link? Lovers and beekeepers. I don't, I don't know. The birds and the bees. Beekeepers and loving. Oh, birds Maybe. and the bees. Um, Catholics out there, let us know. Former one here. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot you. <laughs> Number two. Uh, prison bars might stop you from escaping capture, but can it stop love? The first Valentine was written from prison by Charles, Duke of Orleans. Not New Orleans. <laughs> I was like, there's a Duke of New Orleans. Don't quote Nicole on history. <laughs> Don't. After he was captured in the Battle of Agincourt, unfortunately, he spent 20 years in his cell, never reaping the benefits of his poem. False. It is true. Oh. First love letter. First Valentine. Number three. You're really good at this. <laughs> I'm doing amazing smashing You it. know so much about Valentine's Day. Is there anything more romantic than being spontaneously whisked away to your new home by a tall, handsome, muscular man? Then maybe celebrating like a Viking is the way to go. The Vikings would ceremoniously bind and blindfold their betrothed and take them away to a party with dancing, drinking, and lots of wooing. I feel like this would be true. It's false. It oh is part God. of a dream. <laughs> Part of my dream. I would love that scenario. Um, wow, I'm bad at this. So bad. Specifically, do you watch the show Vikings? Yes, Ragnar. No, but like, what was his brother's name? Rolo? <gasps> Rolo. Mm. Rolo. Rolo. <laughs> you wouldn't think I have a history degree, would you? <laughs> Clearly, it's not centered around St. Valentine. No, I don't really do much history on this one. <laughs> Next question. Yeah. <laughs> If you were a Victorian that had suitors that just wouldn't leave you alone and you wanted to make your sentiments abundantly clear, you could send them vinegar valentines. These are Valentine's Day cards that would insult the recipient in the hopes that they would finally get the hint. That's got to be false. It's true. No. (laughs) What? That's awful. I mean, I get it. I'm all for it. Apparently it got (laughs) taken over by suffragettes, which mood. Mood. Because, you know, some guys just don't take the hint, even in 2021. Okay, this last one, you have to get. Okay. Okay. No pressure. Or you'll be judged by all of us. Oh, God. In Austria, it was once a custom for young women to dance with slices of apples tucked under their armpits, just collecting all that lovely sweat. And then they would give that sweat fruit to their crushes as a sign of their affection. I don't want to say this is true. I really don't want this to be true. Tell me this is false. It's true. Oh my god. So they gave them to eat? It didn't say. That's weird. It is weird. I'm not maybe it's like a not hygienic pheromone. Th- this is why people died. I thought you were gonna say fetish. It could be. <laughs> this is why people died all the time. Wow. Yeah, you lose. <laughs> that what do I I was gonna say, what do I win? You, you but, win okay, that was embarrassing. You lose. Good day, sir. That is shocking. Yeah, I'm still like not over the apple slice. That thing. was a really good quiz, though. Thank You're you. You're welcome. We'll do it again. Come back next time. Da 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 da. 
Well, do you have any plans for, for Valentine's Day? Yes, we are. I think you're doing the exact same thing. We are going to make sushi. Did you copy? And hopefully sashimi. No, I didn't copy. I just, are you copy kitties? No, I. it's something... We love making sushi and we want to get sashimi or well, we want to make sashimi again. So it's a little bit of that, a little bit of wine, just a nice chill evening, I think. Just some Valentine's copy kitties. I see how it is. So I guess you're doing the same thing. <laughs> no, you're doing the same thing. I told you my plan. <laughs> well, we're not doing sashimi. David doesn't like fish. He doesn't um, like fish. So he'll just... He does not. He likes cooked salmon. If I do it, like I do a soy sauce, honey mm. salmon, he likes that. Um, but raw fish, he will not. I um, love raw fish. I could eat it all day, every day. So how are you doing it? Because I'm. I was gonna get smoked salmon yes. just to avoid the whole freezing stuff. But do you do like tuna or something like that? I have done tuna in the past. Um, but we did a sushi talk on this podcast. Dun, 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 dun. Um, welcome to sushi talk. Um, yes I have used tuna in the past it can be very watery though and make it very soggy but I would go with oh like cooked tuna yeah oh you mean like Ugh. fresh tuna yeah oh no not oh cooked tuna is disgusting oh okay well that's a whole different topic um it tastes like cat food but, but <laughs> it does not yeah we, we're gonna get we're actually gonna get some tuna and salmon like fresh from the from the fishmongers and we're gonna put that inside the sushi roll this time rather than okay. we usually get smoked salmon but i don't know why it's just like the food of le- like you know what what do they say the way to a man's heart is through his stomach so gonna make some sushi <laughs> how did you meet your husband nicole so you started messaging each other on tumblr i'm guessing yes uh we started talking over fifth element which is one of our favorite movies um have you seen it it's very cult classic. Um, family favorite. <laughs> yeah, we met online. And we just talked. We were just talking all the time. I was going kind of through a rough patch because my um, abuelo was really sick. Um, he died before uh, David could meet him. But he was just always there. It was kind of one of those things that even with the time difference, he was up late or up early just to talk to me. And it was really nice. We just played video games all the time. And then... I suggested that he ask me to be his long-distance girlfriend. Ah! Squeal. Yes. Yes. And that's them. Now we have a beautiful little girl and I live here, so. And then you married and you had a baby. Miracles. And then you met me. Well, you met me before the baby, but still. (laughs) I was the first (laughs) Olivia in your life. Yes. Now I have two. You did the traditional dating app (laughs) i went yeah the traditional route of finding a match through dating apps hashtag sponsored not by bumble but it was through bumble (laughs) i remember going through those with you oh yeah i actually remember that now you i was this was my first relationship out of a very bad relationship and the process of swiping through bumble nicole was that the entirety of this because I just I didn't know what to trust anymore I think that was the problem I just didn't know well I knew what I wanted but I was I I didn't trust men anymore I think was the fair yeah (laughs) that's what's new 
So yeah, I'm. I, but the, <laughs> the thing is, I always this makes me laugh now. I look at it, but I think it was I was messaging a few guys because I'm a player, and I really liked Richard, but every time that we tried to arrange something, he was busy or I was busy. Like I'd meet, be with friends or I just moved to the city. I was trying to have a social life. Mm-hmm. And then one day I went out with some friends to the Christmas markets and I got drunk on mulled wine or tipsy, let's say tipsy. <laughs> and I was like, Do you know what? I'm going to message him and tell him that if he doesn't meet me tonight, then that's it. We're not meeting. I didn't say it in those words. I just said, do you want to meet <laughs> up tonight? And this was me very brave on mulled wine at that point. And my friends had to take me to a pub to sober me up slightly because he agreed. So he came out at like eight o'clock at, in the evening to meet me at the Christmas markets in Edinburgh. I was so nervous and it didn't go great to start with because we stood on opposite sides of the art gallery in Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. We said, well, I said, I'll meet you in front of the art gallery. So I stood on Prince's Street in front of the art gallery, which is the main street. He stood at the back of the gallery, which is like the other side. And he still claims to this day that he was standing in the right spot, but it, I was actually standing in the right spot. But it was probably one of the best dates I ever had. We went on a ride. I say it now, it sounds really cheesy, but at one point he held my hand because it was really cold. So he just kind of grabbed it and I just felt like a spark on my hand. It could have been like electricity, you know, like when you rub your feet on the carpet too much. <laughs> could have been that. But in my head, I was like, ah, it's a feeling. So it was really nice. And I didn't get home till like 1 a.m. And he walked me home. We went to a really cool speakeasy bar called Panda and Sons. And it's just, yeah, it's been great ever since. Love's in the air. Da, 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 da. Love's in the air. But it's not easy. Love is hard. Like dating apps were hard. Dating is hard. Modern dating is hard. Like, But again, I, I want to reiterate that it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be the hard. most difficult thing in your life. No. But the quality of men out there is the issue. That is my biggest pet peeve when people come, like, when people have bad relationships and they're objectively bad relationships and they're just like, oh, well, you just haven't gone through what we went through. You haven't, like, no, sometimes you're just in a bad relationship Mm -hmm. and you don't see it. Yeah. Because, like, you just don't see it. Um, But it should not be the hardest thing in your life. But I mean, you have trials, you have tribulations. Dating apps, though, like it was painful. Like they were, it would be guys holding a fish, guys with a drugged up tiger, or it would say things like, oh, I'm 6'1 because that matters. Or, you know, it was just like some of the guys' chat was really, really, I don't know, just poor. You know, it was, it was, it was a shocker. I mean, I think the thing that sparked my interest in Richard was on his profile rather than anything else he just written I like I think it was like camping hiking and I'm a m- big fan of like Taylor Swift and I was like okay I was like I like Taylor that Swift that was it because I remember you specifically telling me I'm not gonna date anyone who has hiking <laughs> or camping on their profile and now I hike but Taylor <laughs> Swift completely circumvented all that well okay no it said he liked camping I think and it said he liked KFC and it said he liked Taylor Swift and I was just intrigued by the Taylor Swift thing because I've never really met a guy that was like I love Taylor Swift turns out I was completely wrong and there are three people in this relationship it's me Taylor Swift and my boyfriend I think the other thing is just it's all of the 
you know, I think there's a point, and I think I, what I hated the most was when people would say to me, it'll happen when you least expect it. There's so many fish out there. You know, you're so young. You've got plenty of time. But, it, you know, when you're single, it's great. I loved it. You know, I did find independence in it. But at the same time, it was a bit lonely. You know, it's nice to have a partner. It is, it's nice to have someone. It's nice to have love. That's lame, but it's nice. What is your best advice? Best love advice? My best love advice? Oh, that's tricky. I because I like I say, I'm not really one for giving people advice because I think it's each to their own and each situation is really different. Because I didn't really appreciate people telling me that I'll have it when you least expect it, or like you know, like just those kind of lame kind of like you know, it's like oh, you're so young, you've got everything ahead of you. It wasn't helpful, and I just think it's really Mm-mm. important that you know who you are in yourself and what you want out of a relationship and what you don't want and if that means that you've gone you have to go through bad relationships to learn that or really rough experiences then unfortunately that's the way it happens and it did for me like that Mm. you know I don't want that to happen to anyone it's not nice sometimes it doesn't need to be like that but I think you just need to know who you are know what you're worth and don't accept bare minimum Mm. you know just I think I was so I said this to someone the other day I said I think in past relationships I was so desperate to fit the mold of what what I thought someone else wanted that by the end of that relationship when it did come to an end I didn't know who I was or anything and especially since they didn't want that version of me that I made that was even more distressing so just be yourself put yourself out there find someone who's similar find someone that makes you laugh I think that's really important because the the most important thing is being comfortable around someone that's my advice what about you What, what would your advice be to those in love looking for love like you said know what you want and don't give in on that because life is already hard enough we have the virus financial problems if you're gonna have children that's gonna be a hurdle it's kind of like you're pushing a rock up a hill right and the rock can be weighed down by all the life's daily things you're tired you have to work (laughs) pandemics happen kids happen and you can have a partner that's going to push that rock up the hill for, like with you and some days you might be doing more of the work and sometimes they might be doing most of the work but you know you're pushing that rock up that hill called life you don't want someone who's going to be on the other side of that rock pushing back on you and making life harder for you that's not what you want you don't want someone who's going to actively put you down make yourself feel lesser not pick up some of the slack in things that happen in a relationship taking care of the baby doing dishes and also being emotionally there for you that's one of the biggest things you need someone who isn't going to put you down for having those stressful days for having the problems you do for having anxiety oh a hundred percent so i would just say find someone that's going to help you through life not not complete you because people aren't supposed to complete you but someone who's gonna you know hold your hand take on the problems that life throws at you and be like okay how are we gonna do this together a hundred percent and especially that thing you've just said about Mm. the emotional aspect of it I think in past relationships I've been with people who couldn't handle it didn't want to handle it you know so I, I didn't like myself because I felt like oh I'm not lovable because I have anxiety or because I get depressed or you know I cry for the longest time in my relationship I 
didn't want to cry in front of him and I didn't want to mm-hmm. have anxiety and I didn't want to be that part of me because I was scared that that would scare him away and that he would run away. But then when he did see that side of me, he held my hand and tried to help me. You know, it was, what can I do to make this better? It wasn't just clocking out. And I think it's just, just be there. I think also, if people show... If people show you who they yeah, are, that's don't they let are. them do it twice. Yeah. So as the saying goes, fool me once, shame fool on me. you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Don't fall for the, it won't happen again. That's not me. You're crazy. Oh, definitely. If a guy calls you crazy, don't. If a person calls you crazy, run. Yeah, don't let people show you who they really are twice in a bad way. Because it's only going to get worse. Uh, very few times does it get better. And for me, I wanted to be secure emotionally, physically, financially. Dave has never let me feel like I have no foundation. But I know so many people who stay in relationships and it's just excuse after excuse after excuse. And it's like, this is you before you're married. This is you before you have kids. This is you before you have a mortgage car payments, things like that, they are not going to get better with more of that stress. So it's sad when you see things like that and you can't just be like, get out, get out, run away, run away. Do you have a celebrity couple that's like one of your favorites? I really like Kristen, Kristen and Dax. Personally, just because they have been through a lot because they like he struggles with addiction and you know being celebrities the two of them they've gone through a lot and they're so open about going to couples therapy you know going to therapy separately going to therapy together and being like we're not a perfect couple we have to work through things and I think that's so much better than the whole Instagram our life is perfect but historical John Adams and Abigail Adams, like, they had a very, um, like, symbiotic relationship because he had a lot of struggles with connecting with people and being amicable, and she kind of took over and been like, I'll be the nice face that's friends with everyone, even, you know, people who are opposed to you, and you just be the lawyer that gets his way. What about you, celebrities? What about in history? You little history major, you. I would say Freddie Prince Jr. and Sarah Michelle Geller. I think they're a really good example of how important it is to keep it private. And I think, as you say, that's probably the most successful. They were basically told early on that they were never going to make it. But I think what's the kind of common thread in all this, it's like they're very private. I'm just trying to think. Historical couple. I think it's easy to say things like Queen Victoria and Prince Albert. Because they loved each other. Bit too much. Nine kids. Do you have any tips for... Because I only had to endure four-ish months of not being with Richard last year during lockdown when we couldn't see each other. And that was... Like, it was hard. You know, it was long distance, but so close. He was 15 minutes away, but I couldn't go see him or hug him or touch him. What Do you have any tips for people that are struggling? I just say keep in contact. You know, we spoke every day whether it was on skype whether it was playing video games texting there there wasn't a day that we didn't talk at least at some point during the day and just being very honest about where you are in the relationship what you want in the relationship like we 
we knew we both wanted to get married we both knew we wanted kids i was okay with moving over there he was okay with moving over here it's just honesty if you're not going to be honest it's not going to work and the other person has to put in as much effort as you do it can't be a one-sided thing which is i think what why our relationship works now because we did that for four years of long distance international and now we're together so we can kind of get through anything because we got through four years of being separate yeah it's just it really is just honesty because people believe like oh my god i can't believe that you let him go out and blah 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 like david is very shy he's a nerd like i am like he barely asked me out i did not expect him to go to a club and just walk up to a girl and be like hey you know and cheat on me he would tell me when he was going out i'd tell him when i was going not like a you know can i go out but it was always courtesy it's all it's about respect my valentine's advice for the younger ones valentine's day does not matter it should not matter even when you're in a relationship it should not matter if valentine's day is so important to you because it is the first thing that you know that you're gonna go out you're gonna get a gift you're gonna feel the romance no so if anything enjoy valentine's day for yourself get yourself chocolates get yourself a bottle of wine if you're legal and some flowers get yourself flowers it's fine have a bubble bath people if your parents get you flowers appreciate it what's some cheesy hallmark movies watch you've got mail oh yeah that is a really good film yeah watch your favorite romance movie it'll happen it'll happen and as lame as it is to say you know you don't want to be like if you wait like the right thing will come along but it will like don't settle for the don't settle don't settle for it that's the biggest thing you respect yourself if you love yourself you will be with the right person because you will not stand for anything less and listen to two jaded women who are always having an existential crisis existential bread but it's true we've gone through it so that we can tell you not to go through it god take it from me i've gone through like the traumatic high school experience the catfishing dating experience and now i have you know a truly truly wonderful relationship and friendship happy valentine's day folks so check out our galentine's day bakes on instagram exbr podcast and we will be starting tiktok soon yes recording some tiktok videos yep getting in with kids look out for our tiktok soon it will be the same handle as our instagram and twitter yeah exbr podcast and don't forget listeners this valentine's day love yourself yeah forget other people love yourself treat yourself go out buy yourself a bottle of wine big bar of chocolate couple of flowers Run yourself a bath and watch the cheesiest rom-com that you can find because it's one day and it, as we say, it's capitalism and consumerism at its finest. And it's not what love is about. Love is about the rest of the year. It's about being there when shit hits the fan and when you're at your lowest. Happy Valentine's Day. I get it on for St. Valentine's and his beekeepers. Bye. Bye. <laughs>